Hi, everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Real Sex Talk with Honey. I'm glad that you're back or here for the first time, whatever the case may be. Thank you for being here. So first things first, let me give you some contact information. I love to hear from you guys. So if you want to just say hi, or you want to give me some feedback, suggestions for future podcasts, whatever the case is, um, just, just send me a note. You can email me at honey's hive 62. It's always H U N N Y honey's hive 62 at Gmail, or you can tweet me. My Twitter account is honey's hive. You can also find me on OnlyFans. Just search OnlyFans.com. And then once you're on there, look for I'm Honey. I am H-U-N-N-Y. And uh, I do respond to all messages, whether they're email, DM on Twitter or OnlyFans. I do respond. I also have a snap chat guys. It is a premium Snapchat. I can't give you my username because you have to pay to be there. If you're interested in that and the cost, just send me an email or a DM and ask me for the details. I will tell you that the benefit of being on my Snapchat is that I can, I I, I'm available there a lot because I check it throughout the day. I do reply to messages. I do send pics occasionally privately to you, you know, one-on-one. I do snap several times a day and it could be sexual content or it could just be, I don't know, a picture of the beach or wherever I happen to be. And I also encourage you to send me pictures and know there's no limit on what you're allowed to send as far as content or how many, send me as much as you want. You can also send me uh, videos. I'm fine with that. So you also have the availability to purchase one-on-one cam uh, or video chat through Snapchat. That is extra, but that is available to you. And again, if you want any more information on that, just send me an email or a DM on my Twitter. I will get back to you with prices and further detail if you have questions. Okay, that's out of the way. So this episode is going to be something that I have already talked about in the past, but I am feeling a need to discuss this again. And and quite frankly, there's a number of topics that I've already discussed that I'll be going over again because I get so much uh, feedback on them and I have so many conversations with you guys about these things. So this one in particular is Stag and Vixen. So uh, Stag and Vixen, I did an episode, What is Stag and Vixen? You can go back and listen to that if you'd like, but I'm going to sort of cover everything here. And you have to know that this is just my opinion, my experience. Uh, As with any kind of sexual topic, it's going to vary. It's, It's extremely subjective, guys. 
what I believe to be the truth is just what I believe to be the truth. It's how I do things. And I will also talk about the way that other people see things. Uh, and I'll clarify the differences. I'll clarify when I don't agree. And you may not agree, but I think what we can agree on is no matter how you describe Stag and Vixen, your definition is a true and accurate definition for you. Um, but what, and I'll just start here, what Stag and Vixen is, well, I can tell you what it is not. Stag and Vixen is not a cuckold situation. And I think that is the biggest misconception that I hear all the time about Stag and Vixen. As a matter of fact, my previous relationship, most recent previous relationship, I think one of the things he got hung up on was that the stag was being cuckolded. And I did try to explain to him uh, the difference because it's there's nothing about a stag that is a cuckold. Nothing. I, can, I cannot even stress that. I think that we can all agree on that too. Um, I think that if you're going to tell me that a stag in your uh, your definition is a cuckold, then I'm going to respectfully say, no, he's not a stag. He's a cuckold. That's, that's pretty easy, right guys? If you say he's a cuckold, he's a cuckold. Stop calling him a stag. Now, some people may believe that there's a little bit of cuckold in a stag. I also don't believe that, but that's probably subjective. Uh, so, a, cuck, a cuckold is not a stag. A stag is not a cuckold. A hot wife is not a vixen. A vixen is not a hot wife. There may be some shared aspects between those, but they are not one and the same. So let me tell you what a stag is to me. And then I'll tell you what a vixen is and what a stag and vixen relationship looks like. And I think when I describe a stag and a vixen, those def these definitions that I'm going to, to, to talk about, I think they're pretty universal uh, as being correct. I, as I said, sometimes you try to add a little cuckolding or hot wife into them, but I, I think that you can see when you're doing that. So anyway, a stag, a stag, first and foremost, is a very confident man. A stag is a dominant alpha male. He's confident. He knows what he wants. Uh, he has no problem saying what he wants. And the one thing that a stag would never agree that he is, is a cuckold. And, and, and again, I think that that was, and, and that is the most misunderstood, misunderstood um, characteristic of a stag that I hear. So, so a stag is confident, alpha, dom, he knows what he wants. He enjoys uh, watching his wife be pleasured. A stag is here for her. A stag's entire sexual uh, preferences, existence, has to do with his vixen being pleasured. He, he gets off on watching her pleasured by other men. He wants to see her fully satisfied. That's what makes him a stag. He 
and I'm not, I'm not going to go into how it works. I'll do that after I explain what a vixen is, but, but that's, that's a stack. He he's here for her. He's here for her. His vixen is what matters. And he is a very confident and dominant man. When a stag walks in a room, I personally know it now. Maybe he's not a stag, quote unquote stag. Maybe he doesn't explore that part of his sexuality. But when I say I know it, I, I can recognize a very confident man who knows what he wants and, um, and, and goes for it. And he doesn't use anger or um, coercion to get what he wants. He doesn't need to. He's confident. He knows that his vixen adores him and wants to please him. He just, this is just a given. And you can tell that the air of his confidence. So, so this is not a cuckold. This doesn't sound like a cuckold in any way. And that's what, that is what a stag is. A vixen is a submissive to her stag. Now she may not be a woman who's out there being submissive all over the place because she's also highly sexual, sensuous. She has a big sexuality. She likes to be pleased. She likes to please her stag, her man. Uh, a, a vixen is someone who knows what she wants and enjoys getting it. And she enjoys her stag telling her how it's going to be and her going out and, and accomplishing the goals that her stag sets down for her. A vixen is, as I said, a very sensuous woman. And she has an air about her of playfulness, sexuality, uh, confidence, submissive. Um, and hopefully you understand all those things can be true of one person. I am, I believe, a perfect picture of what a vixen is. In my definition, anyway. Uh, because I am a highly sexual, sensual sensuous. I adore to please my man. I pretty much would do anything within our boundaries for him. And um, it pleases me to do that. My stag is everything to me. My dom is everything to me. And it pleases me to do what he asks. A vixen has relations, extramarital relations with other men. And, and that was, that's, that's one thing I left out of the stag. Stags do not have any desire to have extramarital relations with other women. That's not part of a stag's um, makeup. That's not what he's about. And I, that might be one thing that really attracts me to a stag also is that I know before we got together, he, 
he, you know, he's, he's had all his experiences and this is where he is today. He is a stag. He wants to watch his vixen be pleased. And he has truly no desires to be with other women because his vixen is the only woman he wants and the only woman that he wants to please and watch be pleased. I think a, a stag realizes his hands are full with his vixen. Um, it's probably a, a sign of weakness for a man to think that he can juggle multiple women and not create havoc in his life. A stag is strong enough to know that if he gets his vixen, that that what, what she's going to open up to him in his life is so much more than going and having sex with multiple women behind her back or with her permission. It doesn't matter. And a vixen has extramarital relations with other men. Okay. So, so those are the definitions, my definitions of a stag and vixen. Now, how does the stag and vixen relationship work? Okay. Again, stag and vixen are not cuckold and hot wife. So there is no humiliation on any part. He doesn't humiliate her. He doesn't put her in humiliating situations and she does not humiliate him. They don't have any desire to humiliate each other because their relationship is, and I, I don't know if you're picking this up by what I'm saying, but their relationship is built in um, trust, uh, mutual respect, mutual massive attraction. And you don't just, you know, say, hi, how are you? And boom, that is how it is. You have to get to that place. And so part of that, the first thing that happens is establishing the fact that you each fall into that uh, definition of a stag and a vixen. When you meet, uh, is he a stag? Is she a vixen? Is he a dom? Is she a sub? Um, is she a pleaser? Is he, a, is he someone who wants to see her pleased? So you establish that you have the desire to have that sort of relationship. And then you figure out what that relationship looks like and your boundaries and understanding that that portion of your relationship is going to take a minute. You are not going to, you know, have your third date and have it hammered out. No, you are going to be lucky if you have it hammered out by the time you're ready to start implementing um, your lifestyle. You need to take your time. You need to mull over your decisions and your boundaries. You need to play out the scenarios in your head. Um, together, you need to talk it through. You need to look towards the end. Um, you need to walk through your decisions. You know, so many of us will make decisions and we don't look. So how is this going to turn out? You know, let me play this to the end. What are the, what are the repercussions or consequences of this particular scenario or, or decision or rule? So you need to take the time to do that. And that is not done overnight. And guys, it is a pleasure to to do that with your partner, to take the time to sit down, whether you 
whether you sit down over dinner or, you know, whether it's a date and you just start talking about it, whether you specifically say, we're going to sit down and talk about it, whether there's some being said on text, phone calls, it doesn't matter how you do it. It needs to be an ongoing conversation. I think that you need to sit down at the very beginning and with a pad and paper, and you need to write down each one of you, your, your pros and cons, if you will. I don't know. Well, yeah, pros and cons is a good way to go. Um, but you also need to do, to just write down like different scenarios of the definition of a stag and vixen relationship to you. You need to write down what a stag is to you and what a vixen is to you. And then you need to write down how that relationship plays out. What are the rules that you, you see happening? What are the boundaries? Um, what does a typical night look like in your stag and vixen relationship? See that that's going to take some time to do. And then it's going to take some time to dissect it and be open to the fact that you're going to change your mind as the days go on. You, you know, she might come to you two days later and say, okay, I've been playing this particular part of the relationship out in my head. And no matter how I, no matter how I do it, no matter how I think of the ending, it's, it's, this isn't ending well. So can we talk about this? And you have to be open to that and to the fact that it's going to change a lot as you mold that relationship to be satisfying for you both. Um, but, but the first time that you talk, you just need to be really honest and open and throw out exactly how you see it happening. Maybe preface the whole thing by saying, look, I'm just going to tell you 100% honest what's in my mind, how I think I should behave in this relationship, how I think you should. But you need to understand that this could change a lot as you and I talk about it. You may not like some things. I may not like it once we start talking about it. So we have to be open to continuously, fluidly change our minds on what we want. And that has to be okay. We can't ever feel like, oh, well, you're being wishy-washy. No, there is no wishy-washy about it. This is how uh, life changes happen. You should never jump into anything of consequence, anything that's life-altering, and just say, well, this is the way it's going to be, and this is the way it's going to work perfect, because you just don't know. And then, even after taking the time to do all of this, you have to understand that when you, once you implement it and put it into practice, it may not feel as good as you thought it would. It may not look as good as it did on paper. So you need to be prepared for that too. And I think the main things that you need to remember and really, really uh, pound into the both of you is that no matter if it goes sideways or it doesn't feel good, you need to be open and understand that neither one of you did anything wrong. As long as you stuck to your boundaries and your, your, your ideas, you didn't do anything wrong. It just didn't feel the same as you thought it would when you wrote it down as it did in real life. What you don't want to do is blame the other that they did something wrong. Uh, it's going to be disappointing but then on the other hand, you could end up having a fantastic first experience and it could be totally different than what you thought it was going to be, but it still worked. And you just need to embrace however it turns out. 
and you need to embrace each other that you're human beings trying to figure out how to make each other happy. So now having said all that, and that was a mouthful, the way that I think a um, stag and vixen relationship works is that uh, everything I just said, you set your boundaries, you talk about your scenarios, you get that all out in the open and you're very honest and communicative um, to each other. Communicative, communicative, you know what I mean. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you, you got to, you know, that's first and foremost, of course. I think that for me, the way a stag is, is a stag and vixen is we, we meet up and we talk about what it is that we're looking for. Uh, we, I may gather up two or three different guys and show him and say, you know, what do you think? He's always going to have to have the final approval. I can pick based on the fact that I'm the one that has to be with this person, but then I'm always going to give him the final choice. So give him multiple choices. He gets to pick. I want us both to be happy with the person we pick. I want him involved and he wants to be involved every step of the way. Sometimes he may ask me to go out and meet this person for a drink, flirt with him. Maybe he's going to want me to have a first date and then come home and tell him. Maybe he's going to want me to, to suck his dick on the first date and take pictures or video. Maybe he'll want me to FaceTime him and say, Hey baby, you know, sitting with the guy, we're having fun, you know, cheers, whatever. However, we decide that we want to do that. That's what's going to happen. And the one thing I'm not going to do is say, okay, baby, I will, I will send you a text when I get there and then not do it. Um, that does not build trust. So that won't be happening. And so, so he will help me design this date. And, and truly in my perfect stag vixen relationship, he's designing it and I'm agreeing to it and I'm doing it. And then, and here is the thing about a stag and vixen relationship. When you are done with your date, or even if it is an in-person thing with your stag there, he always reclaims you at the end of the night. Reclaiming your vixen has to happen. And it's probably the biggest part of the stag vixen relationship. He will have sex with you. He will be the last person that has you. He will reclaim what is his and you will cling to him and be grateful for your stag. And he will be the one you want above all others. And you will go to bed knowing that you have each other. And it is a very satisfying relationship. Uh, one thing I sort of skipped over is sometimes a stag will get involved. A stag is never precluded. He is never excluded from a, uh, a vixen bull relationship. And the man, the male who comes into this uh, relationship is a bull. Whether it's a cuckold relationship or stag and vixen relationship, it's, it's a bull. And, um, oh, the reason why the hot wife is not exactly the same is because a lot of hot wives, uh, they, they have a little bit of that humiliation going on. Um, the man will watch and, and it, it, quite frankly, the husbands of hot wives are not stags. They are not doms. There is just a little bit too much of that cuckolding going on. There's that cuckold uh, air 
happening. And so I think that's a distinction between uh, Hot Wife and Vixen. And uh, yeah, so the stag may watch, he may participate. He never has any buy intentions um, and he may never participate. It's just, it's just entirely up to the stag and Vixen how that happens. Uh, so yeah, there you go, guys. That's my thoughts. That those are those are all my thoughts on Stag and Vixen. Uh, and I would love to hear from you. And I would love to know what your definition of Stag and Vixen is. Maybe you disagree with me regarding a hot wife. That's okay. I'd love to hear why. Um, but regardless of what your thoughts are, I'd love to hear from you. I gave you the content information in the beginning, and I'm going to put it in the um, def, uh, the the description, <laughs> sorry, the description of this episode as well. All right, guys, I'm done talking. I almost went over my time. I try to keep these between 20 and 25 minutes and I just barely made it. I didn't make it. Oh my gosh. All right, guys, I'm going to go. I hope you enjoyed this. Guys, one thing I want to say, I am no longer on a steady, consistent schedule on Chatterbait. You can find me Go to Chatterbait and look for Hello, I'm Honey, H-U-N-N-Y, and you can find me, but I'm not going to be there unless somebody requests me to be there. I'm out making money elsewhere, and I'm also doing more episodes of this podcast. That's where I want to spend my time. I want to grow this podcast into something, excuse me, something bigger. Uh, so I will go to Chatterbait when I am requested to go. You can make a request. You can email me. You can tweet me. Uh, you can go on my OnlyFans don't contact me through Chatterbait though, because I won't get it. So yeah, now you can leave me a direct message on Chatterbait and I will check every once in a while, but I'm not going to do a show unless somebody DMs me and says, honey, I want to play and I have tokens. Will you come play? And I, if I have the time, I will be there. And if I don't have the time, we will figure it out and I will watch you come <laughs> because I love doing it. But what I don't love is just sitting there waiting. So I'm on call guys on demand only. Oh, and I will be doing uh, private shows. Uh, they're called ticket shows. Um, in the future, I will be doing those. So you need to get on my email. If I get enough people on my email, I will create a newsletter and I will tell you when I'm going to be doing live shows. So take care of all that, guys. That's your job. Send me a message. I love you. I will talk to you all later. If you have suggestions for future episodes, let me know. And if you want to hear more about this, Stag and Vixen, tell me about it. All right, guys. Mwah. Love you.